You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Super Boob Tube Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Sarekia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And we are the dudes. Uh, we are here again. Again, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> we're back Finally. for some more... Huh? <laughs> we're... <laughs> we're back for some more uh, uh, TV talk um, and announcements. And just like any other show, we're going to talk about some uh, uh, predetermined topics, questions we might have and uh, announcements and then get into the stuff where we're watching and um, then talk about what we're excited to watch. So uh, without further ado, uh, how are you doing, Tyler? Oh, you know, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, old, uh, the old European foosball <laughs> yes. on right now. <laughs> and, uh, oh, they better, they better get there, but almost over so well yeah they'll play there has to be a winner at the end of this one so they'll play extra time and then a penalty shootout if it's still oh very good okay that's cool yeah well go wrexham and uh well let's get it done right word uh okay well uh here we go so uh let's just i'm going to talk about some announcements here some things you may not have heard um some things we have kind of talked about uh a a little bit but um i'm not going to go in any particular order since there's quite a bit we will be talking about the James Gunn DC slate, mostly the TV side, since that's what we do. Um, there's a big Yellowstone uh, announcement, and um, and yeah, that's pretty much it as, as like the big, big stuff. Um, and then we'll get into some of the things we've been, we've been uh, watching. Uh, so first on the thing is uh, Dexter. Um, that show is done. However... <laughs> there but wait uh, the, there's the, more yes yes so the, there was the dexter sequels season i guess they thought, thought it could have been God, i'm really stumbling over myself uh i guess they thought that new blood could have gone for another season or everyone was kind of hoping or whatever and showtime put the kibosh on that however there is looking like a prequel being developed with his uh with i guess dexter as a younger kid um, and, uh, and then I guess his dad before he died and became, you know, Dexter's sort of, uh, voice ghost and stuff like that. Uh, we, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I don't think we really need it. We had, we had so many flashbacks, um, you, you know, throughout the series, the original series, uh, I guess it would be interesting to see his dad, but without that actor and him being, you know, older now, I, I don't, I don't know if this is really going to do well uh, especially without the main cast or leads um and, and you know after the uh, you know spoilers dexter is pretty much his death yeah. after new blood ending. but i i don't know what do you think uh yeah i'm i'm kind of with you on that one i i love dexter um but Me i too. don't i don't see the point of a prequel um with a younger dexter that just is weird to me And, like, we all know we had the flashbacks and shit throughout the original show. So it was like, why? Right. And then we've got the Trinity Killer. Like, we already know his backstory. Yeah, I mean, I I, I guess that's the one thing I didn't mention. They were going to kind of go back into the younger Trinity Killer stuff. And why don't they just make it that show? You know, and and I I don't know if we need any more young Dexter or his dad. Maybe the Trinity killer stuff and his dad, you, you know, that kind of intertwining since his dad, you know, uh, you know, had involvement with that case. That would be interesting, but a younger Dexter and focusing on that character. I just don't see the point on, I, they're just trying to capitalize on more Dexter. I mean, the new season did pretty good, but, Again, a lot of people didn't like the ending, like the main series. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but that's that's some Dexter stuff. And, and just speaking of of Dexter itself being on Showtime, 
one thing about Showtime is it's leaving. It's there. There is going to be no more Showtime, as far as uh, uh, some reports have been uh, going around. Uh, I, I'm sure that the subscription Showtime will still stick around, like on regular cable. You know, your subscribed TV, but I don't think all, all the apps and stuff uh, that you know, like Showtime Now or Go or whatever it was, kind of like how uh, HBO was doing. Uh, I think it's all just going to Paramount Plus. Yeah. So um, I, I think that's kind of cool. It's a very, very big brand. I think Showtime has kind of dwindled over the past decade. You know, there's been some pretty good shows on the service, but everything on Paramount Plus just makes more sense since they own that. So uh, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I Honestly, I think the less, the more networks that are owned by the same people that can go under one streaming un- one streaming service umbrella, the better. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Then we don't have to pay for Paramount, Showtime, HBO, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> right. I mean, I already becoming... paid $12.99 for, you know, for the premium Paramount Plus, which comes with all the Showtime stuff. So that that's that's already a bigger thing, uh, you know. HBO Max went up a dollar, um, so uh, you know, with all that kind of uh, yeah. going around, everything's kind of bumping up, and it was starting to to look like it's worse than cable was. But we'll we'll see, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see as, as time changes and then everybody merges. And then and yeah, like it'll we'll do just do a whole one one eighty three sixty and just come right back to having one service that we pay for that has channels and it's just all on demand. Right. Yeah. It's like here, uh, pay for this bundle and it's got the nineteen streaming services on it. It's one hundred and forty dollars. Exactly. <laughs> so man, we'll see about that. Um, next up is Umbrella Academy is finally going into the production of their final season. Um, uh, one of those Netflix shows that keeps me hanging around Netflix. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, uh, there's only a couple, but it, Netflix is kind of looking like that, you know, redheaded stepchild of streaming services these days. Yeah, they uh, started it all. Crap and ton of uh, yeah, they've fucked it up somehow. <laughs> it, I, I just, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> I just, I really don't. Okay. Um, and we will get into The Last of Us, but there is something cool. So episode five of The Last of Us will premiere on Friday to get their ratings, you know, bump early in ahead of the Super oh. Bowl store. They're not, you know, competing. Oh, yeah, However, enough. they still are streaming it on Sunday. Oh, so it'll air on actual TV. HBO. TV. Yes. At, on Friday, but it won't hit the streaming service till Sunday. No, 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 no. The backwards, backwards. Oh, the other way around. Yes. So they're they're the streamer uh, will be on Friday for everybody who subscribes and all that stuff. But the uh, it'll still uh, it will still, still air, air at nine o'clock or whatever. On yes, yes, it will still air on the HBO subscribed services on television. At, on, on Sunday at that time, which is still was really cool. I mean, it's very smart of them. They know how big the Super Bowl is. Uh, <laughs> you know, it would be absolutely ridiculous for them to try and compete with the Super Bowl. I mean, the no su- matter how good the yeah, show the, is the uh, or how well it's doing. No, yeah. They'll, it's they'll, like a national holiday. They will lose. They will lose out on yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. I mean, they're every year, last year at least, they were in the three-digit millions. <laughs> Hundred millions, you know, yeah. uh, of viewers. So, so it, it's smart. It's smart. All right, moving along. Back to uh, Showtime. We have Yellow Jackets season two, March twenty fourth. I really like the first season, and this season Elijah Wood is joining the cast. Oh, um, it's such a good show. It, it's it's you know one of those great showtime shows like back in the day when showtime and and hbo would compete back and forth with these great tv shows this is one of those shows and uh man i I, i'm really excited for it to uh to return it's definitely going to be a weekly thing 
uh, with me and the wife, like uh, Last of Us is now. And uh, yeah, we, we really, I mean, it took us a while to get through it just with uh, her school schedule and things. And, you know, we probably picked up the last half of the show six months after it ended. But, uh, but you know, now it's not too far away. <laughs> it wasn't as far away as uh, yeah, watching yeah, the whole thing. Didn't have thing to wait as long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Um, I have a, a interesting February streaming uh, image. Let me just find it. Here. Thank you. Um, there, here it is. Okay, so in February, uh, TV and streaming, there is some interesting stuff coming out here. So we have. I know we don't talk about this, but you season four is coming out. And I guess that season is kind of like a flipperoo. Someone's stalking the him. Uh, Harley Quinn, um, that, uh, I, don't, I can't remember what is it called. It says, of uh, the very problematic Valentine's Day special airs. Oh, nice. Um, That'll be fun. We have the final season of The Flash. Party Down is returning. Did you watch Party Down? What is Party Down? So Party Down was a show, uh, a, a, com- a comedy show. I think it was on HBO. Oh, it was on Stars. Maybe it was on HBO first. Um, but it was with um, a lot of really funny uh, actors. I, I can't remember the guy's name. Who's the guy from Parks and Rec? Um, oh, what's his name? I, don't know, I, I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head right now. Anyway, they're like party caterers and... Uh, uh, how do you say uh, servers at like get togethers and stuff like they were yeah. part of a catering sort of thing. Anyway, it was just a half hour comedy that dealt with them during work and, you know, the shenanigans they would get into and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's supposed to be a really, really good show. That's why it's returning. Um, I do want to watch it, though. I, I've heard nothing but good things about it. And it's coming back, which is crazy. Uh, let's see. We have, uh, I'm not watching this. I'm sure you're not, but Bel Air is returning to Peacock. We have the consultant. Do you watch that? The consultant on Amazon. No, I'm not watching that. Okay. So that's an Amazon show. Uh, hello tomorrow is, uh, maybe the consultant is brand new. Hello tomorrow is an Apple TV plus. The consultant is brand new and I will definitely be watching that. Christoph Waltz. Okay. Down. I'm so down. Okay, then, yeah, I, I think I might have to check that out, too. Uh, let's see. Apple TV Plus has Billy Crudup in a show called Hello Tomorrow. And uh, it's like him sitting on a car that has, like, it's flying car. Like, it's an old-style car with, like, the flip wheels, kind of like Back to the Future. Ah, uh, yes. And he's, like, sitting in the seat with the door open. It looks interesting. Uh, the Proud Family Returns, the animated series Proud Family Returns on Disney+. Plus. Carnival Row is coming back for its final season on Prime. And then the final season of Picard on Paramount Plus. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I cannot wait. Um, Nothing but glowing things about it from everybody. It's it's going to be so good. I I can't wait to talk about it with you on the show as well. Um, So that's the uh, TV and streaming stuff, new things and returning stuff. And let's get back to our list here. So uh, we, I never watched it. I know you didn't because you're like, what is this? Hit Monkey returns for a second season at Hulu, surprisingly. Uh, I I never did watch it, never thought it was going to come back, much like the Modoc show. But that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frasier is coming back. And uh, I think I have another image. Oh, here, there was a cool image that they posted on their social media. It's a boarding pass uh, that uh, says first class crane, comma, Frazier from Seattle to Boston. I guess he's leaving Seattle in his older age and now that his father has passed and his kids older and he's going back to Boston. So uh, cheers uh, cameos. Oh, definitely. Uh, which definitely. So, so yeah, I, I am very excited for this. I killed Frasier and, and Cheers back to back. I, I killed those shows about a decade ago. And uh, I just fell in love with that whole little universe uh, 
Boston and Seattle and those characters. And I, I'm, I'm so excited for this show to come back. It's going to be on Paramount Plus. And uh, yeah, I, I just I, I have so much excitement for this show. <laughs> I, I, they've been talking about it for about five years now, it returning. And, and now I, I'm just I'm so glad it's actually a thing. And I guess it's going to focus a lot on his son, who's older, and I can't remember exactly what he does. He's like a firefighter, um, as far as from what I remember uh, hearing. But yeah, it's going to be. Oh, it's going to be. You you like those shows, Cheers uh, and, and oh, Frasier? Yeah. Love that shit. And oh, this and the creator and writer, the same guy's coming back. Um, nice. So that's that's. That's really good to hear. Uh, I just, uh, oh man, I just really, really can't. I really, really can't. Okay, uh, next up is another show returning, Matlock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I God. not my time, um, before my time. But did you do? Do you know that? Uh, you know what Matlock is? I do. I do know what Matlock is, but I never watched it. So. So uh, Kathy yeah. Bates is going to be starring in the flip gender role of Matlock. Okay. And it's not a sequel or anything. It's a total reboot of the character. Um, but that's the thing that's going to be on CBS. And now after 13 years, King of the Hill is returning. Amazing. And there's so much stuff coming back and it's just, it's, it's really nice. <laughs> like I don't mind reboots cause there's always the original, but I also don't mind, you know, uh, when they continue stuff and sometimes it works, you know, sometimes it doesn't. And, uh, you know, it doesn't really change anything, you know, bad or good about, you know, the one that came before it. So, uh, shit, more of them, you know, um now did you watch king of the hill no i never watched king of the hill i never no never really got into oh. it man maybe, it, maybe it was one of those give it a go go ahead maybe i'll give it a go when now that it's coming back and see how it's yes it, it's definitely worth uh, uh you know even a watch like while you're do while you're working or doing something there's like 12 seasons there's Thir- so many seasons 13 13 13 seasons, but well, maybe maybe that includes the new season, but yeah, no, no. Well, I don't, maybe you're, nope, maybe you're right. Nope, maybe you're wrong. Thir- 13 seasons ended. Oh, the last season started in 2008 and ended in 2010. Oh, wow. It must be, yeah, it was coming and going. But, uh, anyway, I, I, it was one of those shows while I was in the Navy that I bought DVDs for. Like I bought like the first six seasons to watch on like a portable DVD player while I was in the Navy. And it was just one of those shows that was such a great, like, relaxing, funny, like, everything was like, it was just such a good show. It really, really was. It was wholesome and goofy and, and, and fun and just ridiculous. It felt so adult as a cartoon, uh, which I really liked. Like, it, 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 it wasn't like a. Uh, you know, like a Rick and Morty. It wasn't crazy adult like that, but it felt like a regular live action adult sitcom that was just animated. Nice. And and that's what I really enjoyed about it. And uh, I mean, I, I'm really happy that it's returning because it, it's it's always one of those shows, kind of like a Seinfeld or anything like that, that that you can just watch any episode. Um, it, not as much as like The Simpsons is because there was a lot of reoccurring stuff, but there was. You know, you could always get into an episode uh, of of the show when it was just on regular television or reruns or whatever. Nice. Um, so that's King of the Hill. Next thing I just heard about today is there is going to be two Bosch uh, spinoff shows. So I guess on top of Bosch Legacy, which is their freebie Amazon or whatever the you know, oh, yes. freebie uh, continued series is or sequel series to the main show is there is going to be two others. One is going to focus on Harry Bosch's former partner, Jay Edgar, and um, how he's uh, he's tapped to go undercover with the FBI in uh, Miami. Uh, you know, as, as time has progressed, he's left L.A. and all that stuff. 
And then there's going to be another one um, with a character that was a uh, Renee Ballard. Uh, she centers around the character has not appeared uh, centered around a character that has not appeared on the two bar series to date. Detective Renee Ballard, who is tasked with running the LAPD's new cold case division. Um, I think I remember the character. Let me um, let me Google her. May Ballard. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she was, uh, I guess she was just a, uh, she was just a detective on the show. She was like barely on the show, but I guess they're making that character a, a, a main thing. Um, that's always I guess fun. she was, a, yeah, I guess she was just a huge character in the books and bigger than the show let, let her be. So they're, uh, they're expanding that character out, which is kind of cool. All right. Uh, a new show dropped on Amazon as well called um, The Power. Remember I talked about this a couple days ago? It's about these girls. Uh, like I guess women around the world are developing this crazy gene that's giving them lightning abilities. <laughs> it just sounds so weird. Um, uh, shoot. Wrexham just got scored yeah. on. <laughs> that was not good. Um. Anyway, did you hear about this? Have you looked into this, or are you interested in this? I, I keep forgetting about it. I have no idea. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know either. I I don't know if I'll <laughs> give it a shot. It seems it, it seems a little bit too. You know, I don't need this many poke 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 post apocalyptic, uh, you know, shows at the same time. <laughs> I get I can only gotta take so much. Excuse me, but um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't you know die, man. Don't die. Sorry about that. Sucked in a bit of spit. <laughs> um. All right, we're back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, good. Um, let's see. So, one other thing: Have you started this other show? Uh, I haven't, but I'm I'm interested in is with Kiefer Sutherland. It's called Rabbit Hole. It's on Paramount Plus. No, what is that? I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but I, I keep <laughs> seeing uh, previews about it. Um, let me uh, let's Google the the synopsis here. Rabbit Hole. Series. It's a thriller. It says, uh, nothing is what it seems when John Weir, a master of deception in a world of corporate espionage, is framed for murder by powerful forces with the ability to influence and control population. It's a spy thriller on Paramount Plus, and they produced it in Canada. Ooh. Um, it's got a few familiar faces in here. It looks good. I, I have not. It doesn't start till March, but uh, it's, a, it's a new show coming, and um, they they're really pumping out the marketing. I have been seeing a lot about it. Uh, the, I think the first trailer came out last week or maybe a couple weeks ago. Definitely give it a shot or give it a look because uh, it looks like you know, just reminds me of his twenty four days. You know, uh, yeah, I guess more than Designated Survivor ever did. Um. So that's a, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing. Well, uh, one more thing before we get into the James Gunn stuff and Yellowstone news, <clears throat> but uh, a lot of word on Rick and Morty's Justin Roiland, uh, d- domestic violence charges and things he's done. Um, and uh, I guess how his, his removal uh, from, uh, you know, from the show and stuff from Hollywood period. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pretty much done. However, there has been reports that he hasn't had any creative involvement in any of the shows he's done voices for in years. Perfect. And like he, and he hasn't, uh, apparently, uh, uh, Dan Harmon has come out and said that 
he hasn't even spoken to him directly or had any involvement with the man in like five years. Uh, and not even Zoom call. Uh, with other shows like Solar Opposites or the new one, um, I really can't remember the 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 koala one. A koala um, man. Yes, koala man. So the, apparently, there there no one's been really talking to this guy. They were just been giving him sides, maybe, and or lines, and he would just send in his lines on the show. I, yeah. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I guess he could do it anywhere, especially with COVID. So maybe it's been like three or four years that they ever really uh, spoken. To this guy or had any involvement so interesting enough uh i mean they're still gonna have to recast those two characters rick and morty and yemulak and all that stuff but um yeah i i i am very curious to see how uh, those shows move forward without him it seems like they can very easily but uh you know they're still gonna get voices, which isn't hard anyone could do voices there's lots of uh, uh mimics out there as well if that's oh, yeah. something that they you know, they wanted to do instead of changing those voices up. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Okay. Um, and one, one little thing before we move to the big stuff here, Anne Wershing passed away and just want to kind of touch on, on that and, and her, uh, you know, involvement in TV and, and film and just all the things she's, kind of she was involved in uh there were a lot of things we watched right like there was picard and uh you know obviously the rookie as uh you know that, that serial killer character who was just a recurring character for like four seasons um she was great yeah uh it, it's just really really sad to see her go and, uh, you know, she died of cancer, apparently, but she kept working and working through it. Apparently, she's been doing it for, like, three or four years. Yeah, it would explain why she, they killed off her character <laughs> in The Rookie, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's probably just getting worse and worse, which is just yeah. heartbreaking. But, uh, yeah, we she will be missed very much. Um, you know, seeing her face and hearing her voice. She was also the voice of Tess in The Last of Us video game. And it would explain why she didn't get the part. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I mean, if that was someone they were looking at or even just uh, moving her around on the show as someone else, yeah. like they did uh, with the uh, Tommy character, the guy who voiced Tommy in in the game, is the bearded guy in the latest episode um, who works for the bad girl, who is also on Yellow Jack. Uh, but yeah, so she will be missed. Dan Wershing, we will miss you. Okay. Uh, more sad news. Stop Yellowstone it. may be ending. You heard about this? This just came to me today. I did not hear about so, this. Yellowstone may end this season after this second half of this season airs. We have six more episodes. It's on hiatus. For God knows how long till the summer, apparently, like maybe June or like July. Yeah. Um, however, Taylor Sheridan uh, has, uh, you know, kind of come out and said that they may be doing a spinoff series that uh, will continue Yellowstone and maybe those characters. There's no word on who will transfer over or. Uh, you know, who will play who if Kevin Costner, you know, either, you know, just bows out of the show or whatever. He may die. We don't know. But it looks like Matthew McConaughey might be the lead of the spinoff. Now, word is that he's had Kevin Costner's had some scheduling issues. Like he's he, he did not expect this show to go as long as it has. No, obviously. Uh, for starters. So there's been a lot of scheduling issues with him. Apparently he's supposed to be working for 65 days of the year. And then he was only doing 50. And then just a few months ago, he only worked for like a week because he's trying to do this new Western epic movie, like series that he's like writing and acting in and directing. And he is just a lot of different things are going on his plate that he thought he could do, but Yellowstone is kind of preventing him to, and it's making it kind of hell on set for the other actors. And, you know, I, I understand, you know, he's, he's contracted for this show and 
you know, things worked out for the show for good, you know, but things kind of also got in the way of his plans. So that's kind of the idea. I think they're trying to back out like Taylor Sheridan is trying to back out of the show because of Kevin Costner, but also continue his universe, which he's, you know, building. And we have the second season of 1923, uh, you know, which is awesome. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, and, you know, obviously Yellowstone, the, the 6666 ranch uh, that's probably coming with Jimmy, um, you know, the 1883, all the connected stuff that's kind of happening is uh, is very interesting. But but, yeah, I'm 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 very curious to see what uh, what's going on here with uh, with Yellowstone, because I, I love this show. It's definitely one of the best shows on television when it's on. And uh, now it's, you know, it could be done. What do you think about that? Yeah, are you caught up on Yellowstone? Did you watch the latest? Uh, yeah, the no, last we're, episode? we're caught up on Yellowstone. And I mean, I feel like, too, there's only so far you can go continuing to do the same bullshit with Correct. Like, taking Correct. over the land and all that jazz. Like, give Beth the ranch and figure it out. Right, right. Well, and and also like now, especially now with what's going on in the show, uh, you know, Beth and Rip are going to be separated here. You know, well, Rip and kinda. all these other guys are leaving for the Four Sixes Ranch, right, and taking yeah. care of these other cattle for a year uh, because of the land and all that stuff's getting messed up. Then you have, uh, you know, you have uh, Kevin Costner's character John Dutton trying to you know, figure out what's going on being a governor and how his son is, is kind of, you know, doing what he's doing uh, against him. And, uh, there's a lot going on. Yeah. This is arrow and Oliver queen becoming the mayor and yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. Like it's all that <laughs> happening in this right now. It's, there's too much going on. Yes. I, I would agree. As much as I love it, I got to say, every time I watch this and they show flashbacks of young, young John and young Rip, yeah. that's the show I want. Like, that is the give me that. Give me three seasons of that show. Sure. Uh, you know, I want to see 90s, you know, John Dutton with the younger Rip. And like, we've already progressed those characters enough to where we can continue on with that story. And, you know, young Beth and all of that. It would yeah. be. It, they next, would be the show. Next season know? of Yellowstone is back in the nineties, right? The, just, see, just that would be something it. that could be a good continuation. I like uh, uh, what's his name, Josh, uh, whoever plays the young John Dutton. Um, he's so good uh, as that as that young character. I, I, they need they should really give him uh, the lead role for that show because he 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 really he does it for me. Um, and what else? Uh, I would love to see a younger, you know, teenage Rip and Beth. That's that's really cool. You know, I, I find all of that very interesting. Like, I am I'm not really sucked into a lot of flashbacks in a lot of shows, but I'm sucked into that. And, you know, that really uh, that really works. And, uh, you know, and if it's going to be something else, like maybe the ranch does change hands over after this season somehow. And Matthew McConaughey is that character. You know, I can't see Matthew McConaughey taking over as John Dutton if John does not die, you know, just because Kevin Costner wants to leave. But I, I also uh, I don't know. I also would like to see what, you know, Taylor Sheridan has in mind for Matthew McConaughey. That would be something that would be pretty cool. Do you have anything else on this? No, that's uh, that's, that's interesting. I think the only way to, it, to do it without Kevin Costner is you got to kill him. I agree. I think that I think there's so much other stuff to, especially in the timeline of their family tree. There's so much that they could do, uh, it, you know, and so many different characters they could follow that we don't know how, how, who have either you know, died or moved on or whatever. Yeah. Um, especially with the 1923, the way it is, and all those characters that have uh you know that we're being that we've been introduced to uh, i think and you're watching 1923 
Uh, I have not even started 1923. And you haven't finished 1883? I didn't even start that either. <laughs> oh my god, my dude. There, it's, it's the... It's 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 my favorite TV cinema TV universe, <laughs> you know. It's it's so it's so good. It it really really is. It meshes very well. All the family stuff. It, it feels like Taylor Sheridan stuff because it is obviously. But I mean, everything uh, feels separate, but also connected in the best way. It enhances every show enhances the other. So it's definitely something that I would get into. Um, especially with like the family tree being the way it kind of starts and is in 1883. Uh, it's all still connected and then expands exponentially in 1920, uh, with, you know, uh, brothers and, and uncles taking care of their nephews who become the grandfathers of John Dutton and this and that. And, and the acting is great. Harrison Ford is awesome, uh, in the role. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's all just the Yellowstone universe and like, it's just really, really enjoyable. Awesome. Okay. Now let's move on to, uh, the DC stuff from, uh, from James Gunn and Peter Safran. So, uh, TV stuff that they announced um, is all coming from uh, and not, uh, you know, uh, not the com- not the complete chapter of this first chapter of, of DC stuff that encompasses uh, TV and movies and uh, games and, and whatever, even though games were not announced. Um, it's called Chapter One: Gods and Monsters, and there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things here. So the first thing in the chapter that's going to start is called Creature Commandos. It's an animated series. It's all written, a uh, seven-episode animated series, all written by James Gunn. He said he finished it. It's going to take an uh, a, a team of classic monsters that are assembled together to fight Nazis. It's a modern take on that concept. Uh, all the voice actors that will be in the cast will also will also be the actors that either move over or transfer from animation to live action, which is kind of cool. So Superman's going to be voiced by the actor who plays Superman and Batman and so on. And then, you know, obviously devoid from the uh, Elseworlds projects that they're, you know, that they refer to, um, which would be like the Penguin series, the Batman, um, which will be the second or first, I guess, Batman, uh, you know, in, in the whole pantheon of DC, like movies and stuff like that. So there's going to be some things that are in and out. And then some things that are the, uh, the full, uh, you know, actual lineup in, in this chapter. And that's the first one. Um, the next one is a spinoff from peacemaker called Waller and Viola Davis is going to return. And, um, yeah, it's been written by uh, one of the uh, writers of The Watchmen and um, also the creator of Doom Patrol. So, uh, I, I don't know, it's, it's pretty cool. I think uh, we both really like Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I, I think this could be really interesting, especially after the way Peacemaker ended, how her daughter kind of outed her, and yeah. uh, how that you know sort of informs... You know, the public on who she is and how she's going to act as this character in this governmental sort of position or whatever. Uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. Um, uh, we're getting a Superman movie, uh, and which will be a new sort of Superman. Um, and then we're getting lanterns. And uh, we're, we're apparently we're it's going to be kind of like a true detective style uh, mystery, uh, you know, set on Earth. But I'm sure we're going to get a lot of space stuff. But, you know, at least to introduce these characters uh, yeah. who will be uh, Hal and uh, Hal Jordan and um, uh, John Stewart. Uh, it's going to be like a buddy cop sort of thing. But they're trying to they're uncovering this crazy mystery uh, that is, is supposed to be the big, big story opener of this first chapter. Um, like it, it, like they're uncovering the issue that, that the heroes are probably all going to have to get together and figure out 
down the line. You know, I'm assuming the rest of this first chapter, since not all of it was uh, was revealed by James Gunn. Uh, the next is a movie called The Authority. Uh, you guys can look all that up. It's an old '90s sort of anti-Justice League type, you know, group. And we are getting an HBO Max series. I guess it's all going to be HBO Max, but uh, it's called Paradise Lost. And this is a, a Game of Thrones style drama set on an all female island that is uh, Wonder Woman's birthplace, Themyscira, filled with like political intrigue and scheming between power players. And it takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. Now, this is interesting uh, that it says that specific last line. It takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. Because um, we're not sure when we know. Uh, we're not sure if Gal Gadot's coming back. We know Henry Cavill's not coming back. We know that uh, Ben Affleck is not coming back. I think the only one we know that's coming back is Momoa. Yes, Aquaman. So, with Flash uh, being the, uh, you know, as James Gunn has already you know, disclosed, and I'm sure a lot of people already know this since we're, you know, way behind all this talk, but the universe is basically going to get re- rewritten or uh, start over at the end of The Flash. Now, that doesn't mean that some characters uh, will not look this, you know, will not look the same or will look the same or, or similar things will, uh, will, will still be apparent in those characters' stories or some, some things could be changed. Now, I have a feeling that Aquaman may still be Aquaman, even though that comes out, I think that comes out before, or Aquaman could be changed the next time we see him after The Flash. You know, um, we also have Blue Beetle, but you know, there's a lot of this stuff that uh, was, was, you know, rolling and happening way before this new regime of, you know, James Gunn and Peter Safran, you know, created. So I'm sure that some things are going to stick. Some things are not. Will we see black Adam again? Will, uh, or will that character be in an elseworlds thing with Shazam? Will Shazam crossover? Like, how is that all going to work? A lot of questions we still don't know, but this sounds fairly safe to say that those wonder woman films may be in part of the new universe. Um, may ne- not necessarily be Gal Gadot, but those stories may have still happened in the past tense of the new universe, which is kind of interesting. Uh, okay, now we have Brave and the Bold as a movie with Batman and uh, Robin, who is a Damian Wayne, his son Robin. That's a, a another thing that's happening. Um, <laughs> we're getting the the Batman. What do you think about that? I think that's really cool. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah, I think it's it's pretty cool to to jump so far down the Batman lore. Because yeah, I mean, like the fam- already... the Bat family is ex- established. Right, exactly. All we, we got to do is had meet Batman him. so many fucking times. Yeah, we don't need to do origin story again. Let's just kind of he's established. There's been a couple Robins. He's sure. Yeah, I mean, kid. especially with the Batman. You yeah. know. I'm I'm cool with yeah. it. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean we we have the Batman and that sequel. I mean we we have that Elseworlds universe, you know, with the the Penguin show coming as as well. So I think establishing a Batman that's a little bit older um, you know, but not as old as say like a Ben Affleck uh that has a history with Gotham um may you know, uh, having a son and all this baggage already starting. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's interesting. It's a new take on the character. We definitely haven't seen in, in this specific position. So, uh, that, that's, 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 uh, something that's coming. <laughs> and, uh, why are you laughing at that? It's that, a thing. That, it's, it's, it's coming. It's, uh, it's coming. <laughs> uh, okay. The next thing is booster gold. Uh, I love this idea of Booster Gold. Uh, I, it's going to be a show, and uh, they say that the series it's about a loser from the future who uses basic techno basic future technology to come back to today and pretend to be a superhero. 
And James Gunn described it as imposter syndrome as a superhero. <laughs> Gotta love it. I am so fucking excited about that. That's going to be great. Yes, that that is going to be very, very cool. Uh, I think that, you know, so many different actors could play that role. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't care who it is, really. Um, but I, I, I think that that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Yeah. And also, James Good talks about how, like, most of these series and, and TV shows or movies or whatever, uh, not all of them will be PG-13. They're going to be sort of R, like Peacemaker and... You know, they don't have any uh, plan to just keep one thing one way. Um, everything is going to have its own tone and its own feel. I kind of like how everything's spread out. You know, there's so many different, uh, a different diverse variety of shows and movies that they're kind of picking from uh, so they can kind of expand the universe, the, like their universe out in so many different ways and, uh, you know, connect together. Uh, the last two things we have: Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and then Swamp Thing, which is a horror film. Um, but those are films. And uh, any other stuff, you know, James Gunn also did that little video, explained all that stuff. And they have a whole big article about all these other things. Like we still have, you know, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, The Flash, Blue Beetle, Aquaman, Lost Kingdom. So many different things kind of coming down the pipeline uh, with DC. But that is that's pretty much it. Now. Um, Let's talk about what we're watching. So, uh, what, what what have you been watching uh, since we last got together? Oh and uh, and we'll kind of talk and, and touch about on on some that's, stuff. That's so long ago. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, was it before or after the New Year? It's got to be before. Uh, yeah, this is maybe our first, maybe first episode this year. Um, I've been doing a lot of rewatch. Um, I am currently on uh, Castle, my Castle rewatch. For oh, some very nice. reason, I am doing a rewatch of that. Uh, I just I felt like I needed more Nathan Fillion in my life, and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, especially with the rookie, which has yeah. been so good as always. Uh, I'm watching my my obvious procedurals, my nine one ones, my FBI's, SWAT, you know, all the fun stuff. Criminal Minds. Uh, have you caught up on Bad Batch? No, I am not caught up on Bad Batch. There's a lot of shows that I am not caught up on, and I am slacking hugely on the... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not either. I watched the first two episodes, really enjoyed it. I just keep forgetting about it. I think I'm four episodes behind now, but uh, I definitely want to get back in into that. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm watch- I still I, haven't watched any more of The Recruit. Oh, I've only watched that first episode. Man, I watched that over the new year. It uh, yeah, no, it took it took a minute to get into it because it was like, is this gonna be good? I can't decide. Yeah. But then it it got its legs and I it was it was great. And then there is there is a good cameo at the end that I think you'll oh. you, you will enjoy. Okay. All right. Well, I the, might uh, have to get back up in on that. The, the um, CIA director shows up, and you will. You'll be enthused about who it is. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, please don't tell me. That sounds that sounds uh, yeah, fun. No, I, I I, you now you're you're that. just trying to get me to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've already talked about uh, Yellowstone in 1923. I have to say though, 1923 has been uh, really really good. Um, I don't think it's better than either 1883 or Yellowstone yet, um, but it is it is quite good. Helen Mirren. Uh, Harrison Ford, um, the, the, their, you know, their sons that they've taken in, uh, you know, since they don't have any children themselves, uh, they, they took in the kids of the, uh, we're not sure, I guess, deceased mother and, and father from 1883. Um, and but we don't know that exact history of what happened yet, but, uh, they took in their kids. I guess he was his brother. Um, Harrison Ford was, uh, yeah, the, the main guy, <laughs> who's his name? He's the country singer. Oh, um, Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Yes. I guess he was his brother that we never met in 1883 that, uh, we meet in this show, 1923. And he took in the, uh, their, their children with his wife, Helen, you have the Yellowstone ranch, 
they, you know, they raised them and everything after whatever happened and grown that ranch. And now they're trying to keep it. And uh, there's also like there's another side story of one of the boys who is in like an African. He's in Africa and he's like a hunter, like a lion hunter, you know, that uh, they hire him to like hunt these animals that are killing people and stuff like that. He was in World War One. There's a good flashbacks of that. It's pretty good. Um, he's trying to get home now after uh, some bad things happen on the ranch and uh, they need his help. And it's taking forever for him to get there because it's 1923, <laughs> you know, from <laughs> Africa. So it, it's it's really, really cool. Uh, I, I really dig it. There's a lot of different things in this show from either Yellowstone or, uh, you know, 1883, which I appreciate because it's not just the same old rigmarole. But uh, I, I like it. I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I started Your Honor. Did you watch that show? I haven't watched that show yet. I It's on my list. I feel like it's really like it's dark and deep and heavy and I kind of need to be in the right mood. It, it is dark. I guess you could say it's a bit heavy. Um, I I really enjoyed the first episode. That's all I've seen so far. But it's it, just a gist because it's the pilot. He's a lawyer. Uh, you know, Walter White, uh, Brian Cranston. He's a, he's a lawyer. He's a judge. And his son uh, accidentally kills somebody in a car crash. Runs him over on his motorcycle. And he flees. After trying to save the kid, realizing he can't, he flees the scene and everything. Then he ends up breaking down, tells his dad, the judge. And they're like, we're going to go to the cops and you know, we're going to go turn you in and all this stuff. But when he gets there, he says, you stay in the car. I'm going to go in and talk to the sheriff, the detective that he called. And then he gets there. He sees the grieving parents grieving after hearing about their son, you know, hours and hours later. It's like the same day. And he sees who the guy is. And he's like, oh, shit. And he turns around and he goes back to the car and he's like, get back in the car. It's like we're, you know, he tells his kid to get back in the car. We're we're leaving. We're, like, we're not going in. And he's like, I thought we were going to go in, all blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you just, you killed the son of the uh, the most notorious crime boss in the city. <laughs> and it hooked me. It hooked me. So I'm very eager and excited to continue this show because now he's like trying to cover up all this shit for his son and protect him. And it's, it's really, really good. Brian Krantz is just phenomenal as always. Um, now we didn't really talk about Tulsa King and how that ended and everything, but I just want to say, I love that show. Another Taylor Sheridan show, but I, I loved it. And what do you think about it? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I I want more. Give me more now for real. Yeah. I mean, short season, but God, I love Sylvester Stallone on TV, right? Oh, he's so it's good. So good. I need, okay. I need more now, right? Oh yeah, I know. I need, and we need more, right? We need more. It, it, it's sad that he's so old now, and we're just now getting some really good television stuff with him because he could have been doing some great television work before this. Yeah, that's true. But I'm so happy that they've, you know, they found him now, you know, uh, and put him in such a really, really well done show. Uh, let's see. Uh, have you started Night Court, the the, the sequel series reboot of Night Court? <laughs> uh, I have not. No. I'll tell you this. It is a sitcom of old. Uh, come back. It feels like it's it's new, with, you know, with the writing and things like that. But it it just re- it really reminds me of old school TV sitcom from like the eighties and nineties. It just, it really reminds me of that era That's of awesome. type of sitcom. Like it doesn't feel like, uh, you know, it's, it's jokey, it's quippy, it's cute. And it's, it, it's, it's funny, but it, it just, you know how it, how those sitcoms have that feel. Like there's a lot of shows out there that are like pretty good little half hours on that. They call sitcoms that are really like not like old sitcoms used to be. 
Yeah. But this one feels like that. Like it, it just, it really kind of just brings me back, but in a very good way. Um, and it's, you know how they, 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 they get in those little one liners and they're cheesy, but they really like lean. They don't lean into it in a way that it makes it bad, but they, the writing leans into the cheesy, you know, one liner quips and quirks of these characters. Uh, that is kind of, uh, it's kind of nice because <laughs> it's so <laughs> different from everything on TV and I like it. I, I think, I think, uh, what's her name? Melissa Roush or whatever her name is, uh, yeah. from, Brit- from, uh, right. a big bang theory. Yeah. She, she's very good as the, the judge, you know, the daughter of, uh, of the, uh, the original from night court. And, um, it's it's fun. Uh, it, it's a fun little you know twenty two twenty five minute little thing, and it, it's it's definitely a, a apparently a lot of people like it too because it's getting pretty good ratings for a sitcom these days. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Have you started this season yet? Yes. What do you think? It's great. Uh, it's it is it is a great show. It is another know, Taylor Sheridan. <laughs> he's so good, man. It just this season's crazy so far. Like just the twists and turns, and the players moving on the board yeah. the way they are. Uh, it is definitely a chess match on TV, wouldn't you say, oh, compared to some other shows? Definitely, definitely. It's it's a wild uh, one. It is a wild one. Uh, and let's. Uh, we'll talk about this one little show. I just watched this crazy Korean game show. It's called Physical One Hundred. Have you heard of this? It's on Netflix. No. It's a hundred people and they're all like in their craziest best shape of their fields or whatever. And they all have like a bust of themselves of like their torso. And, uh, it's a hundred of these uh, Koreans. Um, and you know, some white guys, some black guys who are Americans and other, other parts of the world that speak Korean and that have lived there and this and that. And, and they all, uh, but it's all in Korean. And, they are all different types of body types, but in like the best shapes of their life. Like some's a gymnast, some's a bodybuilder, and some are swimmers and some are firemen. So it's crazy. And they are all put through the same test and task. And you know, whoever like, okay. So the first challenge is they split up the 100 into 50 people and they do it, uh, they try and figure out who is the best and just hanging from this structure, the longest, that's all it is. And then they, you know, they pick the, you know, the top three and then the, whoever lasted the longest. And then they, they get certain perks and this and that, but it's just a crazy physical feat sort of game show with like these really fit people. And, uh, and they whittle them down. <laughs> you know, as, <laughs> as as the challenges go, and it's it's just it's just so interesting because it's like everyone's like so really like fit, but it's like oh, this guy's a, like the strongest bodybuilder in Korea, in Korea, and he like was the first guy to drop from the hang from the structure challenge just because he was so big. Yeah, and but I mean, he could do so much more. Then there was another guy who was like a crazy bodybuilder in this other challenge I watched where. All they had to do was hold on to this ball or try and take it from, it was one, one against one and they pitted one against one on all these people. And there were two different, uh, like, uh, uh, arenas. One was kind of like this mud pit. And then the other one was like this obstacle sort of course. So they can run around and hide and, uh, juke and jive and stuff around. But you go for the ball. If you got it, you have to hold on to it until the time ends or you have to get the ball away from someone. It's that simple, simple stuff. And like, it's crazy, man. This big, big bodybuilder had this ball and he was trying to keep it away from this really skinny dude. And then this skinny dude weaseled his way in and grabbed it at the last second. And like, there, it's, there was no way you could figure out who could win. It was just very interesting. Uh, anyway, it just really caught our oh, attention. Whitney and I were watching. Um, Okay, well, one last thing here. Let's just go ahead and talk about our thoughts on The Last of Us. How how far have you uh, have you come on The Last of Us? Only the first episode. 
Oh, okay. So let's do this. We'll save The Last of Us for later because I I love it. I've watched all four episodes now. It's definitely like watch on the night kind of show. Um, but uh, what are you excited for before we close out here? Uh, what am I excited for? That is an excellent question. Well, Picard next week for sure. Oh, yes. For sure on that. Uh, the Criminal Minds finale is this week. I am oh, very, nice. very okay. excited to see how that ends. Because that's um, I'm into that show right now. It's not it's a it's not a week to week thing. They've done an overarching story, which is nice. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I remember you were talking about it. Yeah, I haven't. I have not got into it because I just I don't feel comfortable going into this this one season when there's like sixteen before it. But yeah, just give it a watch. Give the whole thing a watch. Just go. <laughs> I, I might have to. Um, yeah, uh, definitely more uh, Night Court, Bad Batch, Last of Us, um, oh, Mayor Kingston. I'm, I'm one behind on that. Um, and Your Honor, like I, I'm really enjoying that show. I, I might hear finish the recruit here, but uh, I, I gotta keep watching Your Honor now. But season two started, so I want to catch up, try and get up to speed with that. But that's about it. All right, guys. So. Um, this is Super Boob Tube Dudes. You guys can check us out at our website at the same name, superboobtubedudes.com. And, uh, you know, all of our socials and stuff there and older episodes. And um, so check us out all over the place on the internet. All right. Uh, that's pretty much it. Any other words, Tyler? No, man. That's it. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And uh, keep on tubing. You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.